What is up, what is up, and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer. I'm your host, Matt, and today we're doing something a little bit different. We're trying a new thing out here. We're doing many episodes throughout the week, doing Pick'em's Best Bets. Uh, we can gamble in Ohio now, so it's uh, interesting to me. But I'm going to be giving you our best bets for UFC fights, boxing matches, and anything that you can throw some money down on. And uh, we're going to try to make you and me some money. But with that being said, we still got the beers to drink. And uh, we got UFC 284 coming up this weekend. There's, we're going to break down the main card of that, get you a parlay, go over the odds and my my favorite picks for the for the card. Um, and how we get there, why I pick them, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so the beer that we're trying today, though, we're trying out Throb. It's a funny fucking name. It's a uh, made. It's a West Coast style IPA. I don't know who it's made by. It's, it's supposed to be juicy, bitter, and a bunch of different things. We're gonna try it out, give her a score, and uh, then we'll move on with our picks, right? Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Oh. It's definitely juicy. It's not real light, which is nice. It's not like something that tastes like water going down your throat. Goodness. But, man. We're not going to give it the high score, but I got to say that's an 8-7, eight, 8-8. Eight, eight. We'll go 8-7. It's, pre- it's pretty darn good. Throb. Just drank half the fucking thing sitting here. All right, but the fights. Uh, UFC 284. It's Makachev versus Volkanovski, and they've got... I said on my last episode, it's kind of a weaker uh, weaker card for a pay-per-view. Not something you necessarily want to drop 80 bucks on, but I'm sure that these fights are going to be awesome because the matchmaking was done really well on this. A lot of competitive fights, a lot of good, good stylistic matchups. But the first fight we're going to be looking into is Jimmy Crute versus Alonzo Menafield. Um, in this fight, they have Crute at minus 190 right now, Menafield plus 160. Um, Crute hasn't fought in over a year. He's a beast, but last fight was uh, December of 2021 where he got knocked out by Jamal Hill. Before that, he got stopped by Anthony Smith due to a leg kick. Like I said, great fighter. Dude's a beast, but I think we're going to be seeing some ring rust in this. And Menafield's very well-rounded, very disciplined, and he's a really strong, explosive fighter. Um, his last fight, it seemed like he really was—he was really putting everything all together. Um, so I'm looking for Menafield to come out on top as the dog at plus 160, and um, I just think ring rust is going to be a factor. So lock in Menafield on that first pick that we got. And then we're going to be looking at Tyson Pedro versus Modestas Bukowskis. Pedro, since he's come back from his injury, he's been running through the UFC, just stopping everybody, making it look easy, um, beating heavyweights, beating light heavyweights. It doesn't matter. He's taking them out. And the dude moves so well for a light heavyweight. He just, he's real fluid, really heavy strikes. His kicks are super powerful. He throws a really good body kick. Um, and he's a big favorite at minus 240. So I'm going with him over Modesta Bukowskis. Um, Bukowskis, he's a beast. He's a good striker. It's going to be a fun matchup. I just think Pedro being in front of his hometown in Australia, I think being down there is going to be a big thing. 
and the dude's just he's an animal it's hard to describe what makes him so good he's just a really freak athlete with really heavy hands so we're locking in Tyson Pedro for the second one at minus 240 and then we look ahead to a, almost a pick em, Justin Taffa minus 125 versus Parker Porter uh, plus 105 kind of a weird one to throw on a pay-per-view but this fight um, neither of these guys are top tier fighters Tafa, I think, is one and two or one and three in the UFC, and Porter, a similar record. He's they're just not quite there. So I don't know why it's on the pay per view, but that being said, Tafa, guy's got really heavy hands and he's got a chin. Porter's a really smart fighter, it seems like, and a lot more disciplined. I think he's on a different level than Tafa when you look at the skill set. I know at heavyweight, one strike is all you need, but I don't think Tafa lands that strike in this fight. I think Parker Porter is going to edge out a decision in this one. Um, I think he'll just fight smart, do it from the clinch, try to get the takedowns. Goodness. Goodness. Try to get the takedowns. We'll see what happens, but I'm rolling with Parker Porter at plus 105, and if you want to do some prop bets, I would say that one's going over whatever the over-under is for the rounds. Uh, It's probably two and a half. I'm saying over, it's going to decision for uh, Parker Porter. Moving on, though, Jack Della Maddalena. He's getting back in action. He's taking on Randy Brown. Maddalena, another guy that's been running through his competition since coming to the UFC. Uh, he started out on Dana White's Contender Series and looked great. He displayed his boxing, which is really his that's his, uh, that's his thing, his boxing. He's a great boxer, a great MMA boxer. He's taking on Randy Brown, though. Like I said, Brown, he's a beast, too. This dude's a really long striker, uses his range well, and he's got knockout power. He's a smart fighter. He's really good striker, and like I said, long. So when it gets to the ground, he can find some really tough submissions that others wouldn't be able to find. But Madalena, he's coming in at minus three twenty-five, and we can't not rock with Madalena in that one because he's just—he's not shown us any weakness since coming to the UFC. He got taken down by a beast wrestler, got right back up. Randy Brown's not that strong of a wrestler, but I think it's going to be the best striker he's fought so far. Still, the rolling with Madalena minus three twenty-five, and this is one of the fights where I would go under. It's going to be his toughest test yet, but under whatever the uh, whatever it is, I think it ends in the first round with a body shot. That's Madalena's. He's got a great left hook to the body. I mean, it really puts people down if you watch some of his fights. So I'm saying first round TKO under one and a half, under two and a half, whatever they have it at, go with the under because this fight I don't think is getting out of the first round. And then moving on to our co-main and main event, we got Josh Emmett. He's taking on Yair Rodriguez for the interim championship at 145. Both these guys, super dangerous fighters in super different, super opposite opposing ways. Um, Yair Rodriguez, really flashy, throws unorthodox strikes from weird angles. He got the Korean zombie with the elbow while he's leaning down towards the ground through a spinning back elbow over his back. I don't know how to describe it. It was just, it was nuts. He throws really heavy kicks, really flashy and fast kicks. They look good to the judges for sure. And he's taking on Josh Emmett, who's not as flashy, not going to try to do some crazy stuff on you. Instead, this guy's going to be real technical. He's going to walk you down, try to box you. He's got really heavy hands, and he's got really good pressure, always moving forward, keeps his chin tucked, just throwing his hooks and his ones and twos. He just, he knows how to, he's got his fight style, and it works really well for him. He's taking out Calvin Cater, um, 
Shane Burgos. He's he's beat some really tough guys, and this dude, he's on like an eight-fight win streak, I think, eight or six, and he's been begging for a title shot. Rodriguez comes in as a slight favorite, and I'm going to roll with Emmett at plus 150 as the dog. Um, he's just... I, I think in a matchup like this where you have a flashy fighter that relies on his kicks and using his range and then a fighter who has just as much skill in different areas, but his move his style is pressure to keep you on your back foot, foot so you can't be throwing those crazy shits. I think we're going to see Josh Emmett start to take over the fight around the third or the fourth round and maybe put it away, but I definitely think Emmett's getting the victory here. It, he might not, but I'm going with Emmett plus 150, new interim champion. It, it's a tough one to pick, but just with those odds, plus 150, I really like that. And like I said, you put a pressure fighter up against someone that likes to use their range, and a lot of the times the pressure fighter just breaks the will because you can't, they can't set it up, can't set up their next move because they're dealing with just the guy in their face the whole fucking time. They can't get it, can't get any breathing room. All right, last fight of the card. It's going to be Makachev versus Volkanovski. Islam Makachev versus Alexander Volkanovski. Champ v. Champ, 155 versus 145. These guys are 1-2 and two in the world at pound for pound, so this is a super fight. The UFC doesn't seem to be advertising it as that. They're not really marketing it like I'd expect them to, but super fight. These guys are 1-2 and two in the world at pound for pound, and... Neither of them look beatable in any of their fights. If you look back, the only person that came close to beating Volkanovski was Max Holloway, and then Volkanovski rematched him once and twice and showed that he's just he's the better fighter. Makachev, he's got one fluke knockout loss. Other than that, has been completely dominant. Not many people get up when he takes him down, and he's got. Big burp, sorry. He's got really good striking, though. And that's something that people don't see in Makachev because his ground game is so dominant. But his striking is really good. He can hold his own with anyone, I think. Volkanovski, insane boxing. Great head movement. Really hard to hit. And hits seems to connect really easily. I think he has one of the highest connection percentages in the UFC. And highest lands per minute. Um, the guy has made it look easy against just about everybody recently with uh, the Korean Zombie, Max Holloway, Brian Ortega. He had a small moment with Ortega. With all that being said, with the odds for Volkanovski at plus 310, if you want to throw money on him, you can because the odds are great and he's got a chance to make history. But Makachev is fucking Makachev and he has been just running through people just like I've been saying about these other fighters. He's... Charles Oliveira, he made look almost easy, and Oliveira was just dominating everybody. He'd take some shots, but he was fucking them all up. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, Justin Gaethje, I mean, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee. He's been just through it, and Makachev made it look easy. Um, and then before that, I think he fought uh, Bobby Green. Not the same level of competition, but, I mean, seconds the fight was done. He just he He's a really complete fighter. It's the next Khabib. It's tough. I'm going with Makachev. I have to go with Makachev because I haven't seen any weaknesses out of the guy. If Volkanovski lands a flash knockout, yeah. But other than that, I, I'm rolling with Makachev. I, I want Volkanovski to win, but my money's on Makachev. Minus 380 favorite. I mean, I, I hate those odds, but 
if I'm doing a pick em, I'm doing it honest and I'm picking Makachev. And then if you parlay all those together, so the names we're looking for is Menafield, Pedro, J Jack De La Madalena, Parker Porter, Josh Emmett, and uh, Islam Makachev. You parlay all those together, $5 pays out at one fifty-five ninety. That's right now. It's probably going to change, maybe up, maybe down. Who knows? But that's th that's this show. That's what we're doing. And then I'll uh, I'll keep track of how I'm doing throughout the year and put a record up each week. But yeah, can't wait for this card. It's on Saturday during the middle of the fucking day because it's down in Australia. But Volkanovski versus Makachev. That's a breakdown of it and your pick'em. Throw the parlay in. Make some money with me. Let me know how it does. And if you disagree with some of my picks, you think they're dumb, let me know why. Comment below. Leave me a like, follow, subscribe, whatever you're listening on. I appreciate you tuning in, though. This has been Matt with Blood and Beer, and this is our first Pick'em episode.